What bad habits keep you from being the best you? I will reveal my personal vices up next on Relevant Ones. Hello, welcome everyone uh, to this special edition of Relevant Ones. Uh, I want to do one, uh, the, I call it the Midnight Special. Um, the reason why I want to do it is because, you know, I've been feeling a tug on my heart to be uh, vulnerable to my listeners, you know, in order to really get a sense of who I am and the purpose of why I'm doing the podcast. Uh, uh, if you notice the the title of uh, this podcast this 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 uh, evening is tonight is uh, vices. Uh, as a Christian man, we 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 uh, use terms loosely in our community uh, and and throughout Christendom. We as sin we use the word sin, which uh, to be honest, every bad thing, well, every mistake and everything that we do wrong it's not necessarily a sin so let me go ahead and and get that out the way you know if you you know if you forget something you know if if you forget to pick up your kids uh at, at, at a after school program because you got uh two other kids you you, you didn't sin you just made a mistake um so let's go ahead and get that out the way so uh those who hyper uh I guess basically hyper sensitize the word uh, sin. Uh, shame on you because everything that we do uh, is not sin. Um, but there are words that there are certain moral compasses that we live by as Christian people and as people. We have morals in the world, and the Bible clearly tells us in uh, Hebrews. 12, one to uh, lay uh, lay aside the weight and the sins that so easily beset us, and I think we all can relate to that. As in, basically, the things, those little small things that you know are are are, are vices, uh, are things that that hinder your character, like lying and 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 stealing. In uh, some of you probably are thinking, well, I don't steal, but you know, if you are doing things on your taxes that you know are are not legal, then you you know you're stealing. Um, so things that you know so easily beset us, as in our character, is not, and it's not so much as the things that other people see, but those it's the things that we see within ourselves that we know we can be better. You know what I mean? Like where we go and we lay our heads down at night, and we know, hey, ain't nobody seen nothing, but you know that someone sees it then it's not a person it's it's it's, it's a it's, it's someone that we 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 will answer to in the end so that so we have to be really truthfully and honest with ourselves about it and realize that we we can we can we can be better and we can do better so i i give you some examples you know i said i was going to be uh vulnerable and honest and, and and talk about some of my actual areas in my life that have been vices and 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 weaknesses to be honest you know i i think i can do better in those areas and in a lot of those areas i have done better you know i have 
conquered those areas. Now, that doesn't mean that the temptations don't still try to come toward me. But now I'm in a better place where I know how to deal with those things. I have put things around me like a wife that loves me that I can be accountable to and friends and, and, and people that, you know, I can I can I can go to and, and people that, you know, I trust with, you know, with the the secrets of my heart. Let, yeah, let's just say it like that. The secrets of my heart. You know, you can't be in order to be vulnerable. You can't share your information with everyone. You know, what I mean, you can't you can't just go to everybody and say, hey, this is my weakness. It's got to be somebody that you can really, truly confide in that somebody that can help you bring a change. I always tell somebody don't go to a source about something that you're dealing with if they can't be a, a, a solution or resolution because what usually happens is that person it maybe end up becoming the mouthpiece to your hindrance so be careful about who you share your weaknesses to because you know i'm not gonna share my you know it's, it's like this if i if, if i'm dealing with a a physical ailment that's very serious and life-threatening I'm not going to share that with, you know, a, a guy I just met downtown somewhere eating in a restaurant because he can't help me. I'm going to share that with my doctor. You get what I mean? Like you got to share it with the people who got a solution. Um, so be careful about who you you share your weaknesses to and, and the people that you let in your circle when it comes to your weaknesses, because unfortunately, everybody. And this is not one of those, oh, everybody's out to get you and uh, don't trust nobody. It's, no, it's nothing like that, I think, as Christians. And, and we, we got to learn to open our circles up a little bit more, let people in and be a little bit more friendly. Bible tells us clearly in order to have friends, you must first be friendly. Um, so I, um, I, I just think that, though, in your circle, you have to be careful about who's in your circle and the information that you share with the people in your circle. You know, some of the some of the vices that I've had. So let's get to it. Some of the vices that I've, I've had in my life is alcohol. You know, it started when I was in in college with college friends and things like that. And I, and I realized as I got older that when when trouble hit me, that I would go to alcohol as a source to remedy my pain. You know, it's it is true. You know, alcohol is it's one of those things that it it kind of takes you away and numbs you a, a, a little bit. Well, it actually numbs you a lot. But unfortunately, it's like what they say. Once you return from that numbness, the problems are still there. They probably magnified because you neglected the issue. Um, so alcohol, well, it was a, it was a big deal for me. It actually it caught it. It cost me uh, some a few DUIs and costs and lawyer fees. That's yeah. So if anything to teach you is when you start having to come out your pocket to pay for things to to straighten yourself up, you start taking a real uh, uh, look and, and and view into your life and realize this is this is not not worth it. And, you know, and that's and that's one of the reasons why I'm so thankful for some of the things that I have been through in my life because I'm able to tell somebody else that, hey, you know what? You can get through this. 
and you can be better from this. And guess what? And another thing, you know what? The guy that you serve, he's good. You see, he he didn't sit up there and, and try to punish me and and, and judge me and, and and say that you you the worst thing since sliced bread. He actually walked me through the process, and that's something. See, a lot of people won't tell you that, but it's almost like sometimes they make you feel like you're going through the process over here on your right and God is here on his left sitting down waiting for you to go through the process. And then after you finish the process, he's like, you can come back to me now and then we can continue to walk. No, he walks through. He walks through. He walks through the process with you through the dirt, the gunk and everything. The actions, all the things that you're doing, sexually, everything. He's walking through it right there with you. Hear me when I'm saying it. He is walking through it with you because he wants you to be the better you. Your dirt don't scare God off. Jesus Christ died on sin for that. So it don't scare our fathers off. Hear me when I say that. It don't scare him off. If anything, he's going to draw him to you because he wants you to change. So one of my vices was alcohol. Yes, it was it was alcohol. I, I can remember. You know, at times just getting just drunk to a point and it was like and I wouldn't say I would get drunk, but I would get where I was numb. Like I I didn't want to feel anything. And I, I realized that actually what I was doing was trying to kill myself slowly. Yes, you, I want you to hear that most people who are drinking alcohol are really truly committing what I would call a self a self inflicted slow suicide. It's 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 the same as someone pulling the trigger with a gun, but instead they just found an easier way to do it. It's just a longer process, but they're slowly killing themselves because alcohol in the end it doesn't do anything but tear your body down, and eventually your body will shut down from the drinking alcohol all the time it will shut down on you it it will literally shut down your organs and everything will become useless and your body will shut down and so i had to make that decision which one is it is it is it is it is it, it going to be the alcohol or is it going to be your life like are you going to live your life to what you you to your best to the best of your ability now don't get me wrong you know, every now and then I, I have that urge for a drink or whatnot. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that every now and then I have not indulged in a drink. You know, I don't. One thing I don't do is I will not lie to somebody. You know what I'm saying? I, that's what I don't do that. But I th- I'm, I thank God that in the moments that I have taken a drink, it was in a controlled environment. You know, I had someone with me and and. It was it was, you know, it was OK. But then later on, I made the decision. You know what? I just I just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Even in a control environment, I can't do it because I don't want it. I don't want that holding on to me. You know what I mean? I just I just don't want it holding on to me. I want to be healthy and things like that. And it's just not it's just not a benefit for me or whatnot. Now, if, when my kids let me tell you something, when my sons get married in the future and or whatnot. Oh yes, I'ma toast it up with them. Yes, I am. Not I'm a, I'ma take a toast with them. But until that time, you know, I, I I have made the decision to reframe and every everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody has to walk their life out based on what 
they feel that they 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 are capable of and you know that's something that i have no control of but in my life i I chose to refrain from it because it hasn't brought anything to me but pain uh another vice that i i dealt with was um pornography you know that's that is a big uh that is something big that that we as men and women uh, and uh, as a society had to come to grips that we we did we, we live in a pornographic society you know it i remember you know when certain channels and te- on television were reserved for that type of activity now it's just about on every channel that to a point that i have to basically monitor everything that my kids watch because you know I you might see something on channel 7 or we call it channel 7 but on your local television channels that is inappropriate and you know where they have stripped down to their bare backs and you really can tell what they're doing they just not doing you know everything else but you know what's going on in the scene where they basically you can see the, the side of the bodies and everything we're putting that stuff out on television, so that means that I'm not the only one back in, that was dealing with pornography. We just have, we have a society as a whole that deals with porn, porn, you know, pornography, you know. And I mean, mine started, you know, as a young young boy watching, you know, going under the under the beds of, you know, my 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 family and cousins and finding magazines and and looking at those magazines as you know young boys would do and then you know it later on it got to a point when i got older and you know was out and about i started going to places like the strip clubs and things like that with friends and things like that and you know i started you know getting into it a lot where I would go to it just about every week on myself because I'm I'm spending it to for to to get this gratification visually and it's and it's crazy because it's almost like a in a sense it's 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 like you 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 are torturing yourself in a way because you can't have what you see but yet you keep going to it as if you can you can't touch it you, you, you know, you're looking at so it's almost like you, you, you're torturing yourself mentally and it's like you're trying to uh, get some kind of satisfaction from something that you will never have it's weird. I mean, it's just the weirdest thing. But I'm so thankful now that I have a wife that I can truly love and, and respect and, 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 and cherish our natural bodies as the way God intended it. You know, you know, it, it says the bed is, is not to, is without the is not the file. So, you know, I don't have to sit here and, and try to use my imagination for craziness. I have a wife, you know what I mean? I, I I have her and and we we can be intimate and I don't I never have to even try to sit there and try to deal with the fact of those issues with pornography or whatnot. And you know, at, when I was married, you know, at times I did have some struggles or whatnot and I actually had to tell her, say, Hey, you know, this is what's going on one time I had these thoughts or whatnot and I actually told her and you know what it was liberating for me because after I told her it's like I didn't deal with that anymore and 
a lot of times this when we have to realize even when it comes to like things like struggling with pornography it, it goes and it starts getting a grip to you where you start it's almost like it takes you down in this rabbit hole next thing you know you're dealing with things like masturbation and all kind of things it's almost like it opens you a door to another world it's like they say like when it comes to people when they smoking like marijuana or whatnot and they say it's a gateway it's like you start smoking marijuana then it's not getting you high enough then the next thing you know, you start trying all kind of other things to get to a certain place of feeling that you had before, but you'll never have that same feeling as you had before again. Lust was also a, a, a one too, you know, the lust of the eye, and it goes right there along with, with, with uh, pornography and things like that. All those things are the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh. You know, those those things are very damaging to you, to you physically, spiritually, and mentally. But I basically had to just come to grips and actually. Hear me when I say this. This is what all these things that I wanted to say. The point of me being vulnerable is I had to come to grips with the fact that I wasn't perfect. Yeah, oh yeah. I, and in society and outside and amongst everybody, we try to put on these airs. We try to make it seem like we don't have no flaws. Y'all know I'm telling the truth, y'all. We try to put on these the this false image like we don't do anything wrong. And we know that we have our struggles. And one of the most uh rewarding and life-changing things that I still experience to this day is knowing that when I have fallen short or when I fall short. I don't have to hide that from my heavenly father through Jesus Christ. I don't have to hide it. I tell everything. I'm open enough now. And it's something that I have. I, it's, a, it's like a journey that that you it's like you, you've been you take you're taking on this journey of realizing how deep love is that agape love that they talk about that our father in heaven has for us I don't have to hide oh yes let me be real with you people handle our truth totally different than our father in heaven yes so I had to learn that when a person might not be able to deal with what I'm dealing with, God the Father can. Now that doesn't mean that I don't, you know, confess my 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 weaknesses or, or struggles with someone that I can confide in, someone that I trust, some uh, uh, some form of leadership that I trust, a friend that I trust. That doesn't mean that I don't confess that because in confessing to someone, it keeps you humble and and, and, it, and it's almost like an accountability and, and it and it it basically keeps you from wanting to do it again. Because who wants to have to keep going to somebody and saying, "Hey, this is what I keep struggling with," you know? It's it, it keeps you it keeps you. It's almost like a 
like that that staff, that rod for a sheep. It keeps you in line. It keeps you from going over that cliff. But that is one of the greatest things that I think I have ever learned is I don't have to hide my my vices from from my Father in heaven. I mean, that's what Jesus Christ did for us. He he gave he gives us that open door to go and confess what we're dealing with. Confess the struggle. Like, don't just wait till you actually do it. Confess to them that, hey, you struggling and you don't want to do it. That's that's where the strength is at, is when you are not hiding the fact that you're thinking about it. That's where the power is at, is I'm thinking about it. And you really talk to them about it. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, going in your going and and going in some dark room and 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 going through this ritual and you know the how we do the the thing the long extensive prayer I'm not talking about you in your car you just got off work you like Lord that young lady looks good and she's flirting with me you gonna have to give me the strength that's the kind of conversations like you got to give me the strength to 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 stay faithful those are the conversations he's looking for because trust and believe he'll give you the strength but what you do with that strength it's up to you you can take it or you say i don't want it i know you're giving me the strength i can feel that you're giving me the strength to resist but I'd rather have what I want to have. See, that's what we don't talk about is when you really want what you want. When he don't gave you the options. When he don't gave you a way out. But you keep going. Like he says, hey, don't don't turn on this street right here because you know this person is here at a certain time at this store. You know what I'm saying? Don't go that direction. Go the other way. But you choose to go that direction. And then when you get caught up in something, you say, well, I couldn't help it. Yes, you could. You could have changed your plan. You could have planned your whole route to go a different way. You get what I mean? So, and I'm being real honest and transparent but and raw, you know, and just, you know, and, and, a, and a disclaimer, you know, this, this, this this message is not for young the young young you know cuz i'm i'm tackling some real substance here today that you know it may not be appropriate from from some here you know if you if if you're not 18 or older you, you, you this is not for you because you know i don't i don't want your your ears to be tickled into a whole different direction you might be hearing something that your mind is not ready to to, to grasp but you know it, it is it is it's real now you know if, you, if your parents feel like you're mature enough you know sometimes i think we kind of keep our kids from certain things when when you know they're already seeing it let's be honest they're already seeing certain things so you gotta you gotta hit them with real truth you gotta hit them with you know this is really what's going on in the world this is this is really because you know if, if not you know that's why we have i mean there is such thing as teen pregnancies so we got we got to be honest we got to be honest and talk about the things that nobody wants to talk about you know and those were my, those were my were my vices you know somebody has to talk about those things and the way that I and the way and I and like I said the way that I actually conquered those vices was putting people around me talking to people about it 
confessing those things to my father in heaven and, 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 and talking to people about what I was struggling with and, and hey, what should I do in this situation? Well, you know what to do, you know, get yourself out of that situation or, or stop going over there. You know what I mean? It's just some of the things that we do, it's, it's easy for us to just stop doing it. That's why I was talking about, you know, Hebrews 12, 1, when it talks about lay aside. It's a personal effort. Take that weight off, lay aside. It's, that's a personal thing. You have to make the personal decision. I'm not going to do this no more. I'm not going to. I'm going to try everything in me to do my best, to be my best self. If you make a conscious decision, hear me when I say this. If you make a conscious decision to tackle your vices head on. And what I mean by that, take little steps, like little things that you were doing. Like, for instance, I give you uh, 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 some wisdom. Like, uh, when I was dealing with the alcohol situation, the last time that I had a situation, I said, you know what? I said, I need someone to talk to. Uh, thank God for technology. You know, it's the enemy is, is not, for, you know, a lot of times, you know, we kind of get this thing that the devil is, is in the technology. But. I, I disagree. I think God creates everything. The devil takes what God creates and then perverts it. But one of the things that I found was in technology, I said, you know what? I'm a, I, I like technology. So I was like, I need somebody to talk to. And it was like this, I, this thing came to me in my heart. And I believe it was God directing me. And he was like looking some apps. So I looked up some apps and I found an app that literally had, it was a free app. Everything was free and it had 24 hour counselors for alcohol, drugs or whatever. And it and it connected you with different types of people. You could be on there talking to these people on your phone and they you would talk about your struggles and what your struggles is and what this person and it had all these different little groups, and all these things. And guess what? I had to pay a dime and it was on my phone. So, I, you know, I started using that. And it, and it helped. It really helped. So when you really want to make a change, you'll do what you got to do to make the change. You'll do what you got to do to make the change. So, you know, for those out there that's dealing with alcohol and drugs, you know, just look and go into your app stores and look for like drug counseling apps or alcohol apps. And you'll find some apps in there. There's tons of apps that there are out there that, that, will, that can help you. Once again, you know, I, this is coming to an end and, you know, we, we're getting close to Christmas time. And, you know, a lot of you is, you know, is, is Christmas brings back a lot of different memories. But I wanted to, you know, just be vulnerable with you for a moment and just tell you about some of my vices or whatnot. And I hope that me being vulnerable and me showing, telling you that you don't have to hide those things from the Father in heaven. And, you know, that's why Jesus Christ did what he did. Um, and you, you, you can you you will improve your character and, and your and your mindset will improve. Just continue to renew your mind and, and just put yourself around positive people that think positive things. And you start seeing some some change. And one of the things you will have to do that can be a hard thing is you probably will have to change your circle. If the people around you are not supporting you, 
and continue to have you doing the things that you're doing, it's time to change your circle. And to be honest, it's all worth it in the end when you can look yourself in the mirror. Antoine, relevant ones. Peace. Life is good.